What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. This is Red and Blue Smoke. Welcome back to the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. I'm your host, Zach Barry, joining me like he does every week on this here show, Mr. Greg Jones of LB's Meat Market. Greg, good morning. How are we doing? Great. You know, ready for this uh, Georgia Tech weekend to uh, to get going. Probably doing a little bit better than you were uh, late afternoon Saturday as uh, the Rebels were in a dog fight with Tulane, but um, we were talking a little bit before we hit record. Uh, I was oddly very calm. Um, I, I don't know if I just kind of subconsciously thought that eventually Ole Miss would figure out the backup quarterback and they would put him in a bind, and they did. Um, yeah, once he once he got off the uh, the you know the script on the the first couple drives. Now, to his credit, he, he Kai Horton, he, he did hit a couple uh, couple big throws. He had some big third-down runs to extend some drives, and he played well. But um, Ole Miss, to their credit, Pete Golding made some adjustments at halftime, and uh, Ole Miss covered and won comfortably. Uh, the talk uh, outside of Jackson Dart, which that was as good a individual performance I've seen since probably Matt Corral and in, in Neyland Stadium in 2021. Um Caden Davis kind of stole the show with that 56 yarder, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, whenever I originally thought, I was like, we should win by two touchdowns. And then about halfway through the game, I'm like, um, I don't even know if we're going to win this game, you know? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the, uh, the second half adjustments from Pete Golden that really, you know, uh, was the turning point. I mean, you could tell uh, they got after him a little bit more and uh, put some uh, pressure and, you know, kind of got off the script a little bit. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just that Jackson Dart play on fourth and three, I mean, that's just a – just a, you know, an all-time gamer uh, gamer play uh, from him and uh, kind of really broke the game wide open. Yeah, it was – look, I, I, I was telling people I was uh, – look, probably the only person um, braver than me on Saturday was probably Caden Davis with the uh, resolve he showed on that uh, 56 yarder. I took both of my kids to a watch party and watched the Ole Miss game at the same time. Um, it was, um, when I say it was taxing, Greg, it was taxing. Um, yeah, yeah it was uh, <laughs> where we were watching. I was watching it with, uh, with D Hobbs and uh, we were both uh, looking at each other and he goes, is the kicker coming out after, I mean, it was a false, wasn't there a delay a game to push uh, it back? It was, yard? it was a, um, it was a dead ball penalty. It was a false start. So it saved Ole Miss, which I guess we'll never know. Dart broke the initial tackle, so he might have gotten the first down anyway. But Tulane was was not happy because they thought they had gotten the stop. 
So Ole Miss gets to, you know, push him back five yards. Kiffin said in pregame, Caden Davis told him, if you have the wind in the second half, I'm good from 67. And did I don't know if you saw the side angle of his kick when it went through the uprights. That thing might have been good from 70. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, it was uh, pretty speechless. We were both looking at each other like, uh, uh, is this, is, is he really about, I mean, 56, I mean, we were just kind of speechless and, uh, you know, it worked out. He, he nailed it and, uh, you know, pressure pack situation. And uh, it's good to, you know, depend on a good kicker in that situation to where you can pull mm-hmm. the trigger on that. So I did not know going into that we had a really, uh, you know, a kicker like that, but, uh, you got to feel good about the special teams now. Oh, absolutely. And, and it's funny because uh, Caden Davis was a kickoff specialist at A&M, which, I mean, kind of goes to show <laughs> maybe Jimbo Fisher's out of touch with everything these days. But, um, yeah, quite the leg. Um, but, yeah, I was um, I, I was juggling a lot. We were uh, trying to keep, you know, two kids entertained, watch the game, talk with everyone there. Um I actually had some uh had a little 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 Mexicali dip, had a little uh little corn dip as well. Um that was uh that was a big hit. And yeah, then, I was uh, doing the complete opposite. I literally was trying not to drink a whole half gallon <laughs> of Tito's vodka. So uh, Hey, you know what? I'll I'll say this. Normally, Greg, no free ads, but on a day like that when we're out somewhere and I'm trying to uh you know be responsible, athletic brewing brews a really good na beer and i've tried they have a light they have a golden ale and then they have a couple ipas i'm not too keen on the ipas these days um but the the golden ale and the the athletic light is what they call it is uh if you're if you're out and about and you need to you need to you know stay sober and drive it it if you poured it in a glass, Greg, you would not know it was in a beer. Yeah. Uh, just shout out to anybody, any Ole Miss fan that can stay sober and watch an Ole Miss game. Uh, that's, uh, we should give yeah. them gold. We should give them gold stars for that. That's, uh, that's a, that's quite a feather to have in the hat. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, look, after the game was over, we're trying to wrangle up these kids. And, you know, there were a bunch of Ole Miss people there and they were asking me what I thought. And I said, look, you know, obviously, first off, a win's a win, but, you know, the old adage of good teams win, great teams cover, which was also in play here. But I'll say this, where Lane Kiffin is trying to get this program and where he is wanting to elevate this program into being a, a very relevant SEC West contender, a national brand, you have to win those games. When you don't have your A game, you're on the road in a raucous environment. I mean, it was sold out. Yulman was 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 packed. It was it was loud. Now, was a, a lot of that noise was from Ole Miss fans too. But when, your program shows a lot of resolve and and some resiliency there, winning that type of game because, like you said, Ole Miss for a while didn't look like they belong in that stadium. They they looked like they they were about to get run out of the building. Tulane yeah, goes I mean, up they, were, they shut down Judkins early, and yeah. uh, you know, the crowd was in it. And, uh, yeah, it just uh, didn't look great. But, I mean, you know, uh, wins like that definitely builds character. I mean, you, you think of, you uh, mm-hmm. read the comments after Jackson Dart, you know, after the game. He's like, look, you know, we would lose that game last year. But we're a different yeah. team, and we've learned from our mistakes. And, uh, you know, kind of – and so you kind of you look like the team – you know, you see the team as building character and building – 
you know, um, you know, a solid base for the year. So, yeah, I mean, hats off to him. I mean, I know for sure when you look well on that fourth and three where he threw the touchdown, I mean, like all – every route was jumped, every route was covered, and he, you know, literally looked at three options and made a play and, uh, you know, bit, uh, made a, you know, big pass and touchdown to Trey. So that was uh, – I mean, that's just a huge, uh, huge uh, builder for the, for the next couple of games, I think. Yeah, and 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 I'll say, you know, Jukins was was probably frustrated. He would have probably admit that. Um, couldn't get going on the run game, and he had a big touchdown run late. Also had a big catch on the sideline on that drive um, when Ole Miss went hurry up and uh, put Tulane in a bind. He had a big reception to get him down into the red zone. So finding ways to win on the road like that, um, that's the uh, the type of stuff you need if you're wanting to take that next step into that, that oh, upper and echelon. another thing is, is if it's not there, you, you got to find a way to, you know, put yourself in the game. So that's, that's another thing that I, I liked a lot. You know, Judkins didn't have his A game, but he was still stuck in there and, uh, you know, found a way to make plays whenever they need, whenever the team needed it. Yeah, it was, um, it was an exciting second half. It was good to see Dart play really well. Um, I mean, he was lights out. I think even the the interception, I, Dayton Wade slipped coming out of his break. It was a good ball. It's either a catch or a pass breakup, so I don't put that on him. Um, but, yeah, great win, moving to 2-0, and and then now you host Georgia Tech this weekend. Before we get into that, also, obviously want to remind you, Greg is here. Title sponsor of this year's show is LB's Meat Market. Go find them, 2008 University Avenue. That's Sweet E. You can't miss it. Got the new signage. Looks good. In Oxford, I know you got the plate lunches back. Tell the folks what you got on deck for Thursday, Friday plate lunches and uh, what y'all whipping up this week. Uh, I'm all, I think I'm going to start doing the Philly cheesesteaks on Thursday and Friday. That's uh, pretty right. uh, sol- solid. Uh, uh, uno, n- uh, numero uno for LB's uh, lunches back in the day. So we're going to do the Philly cheesesteak on Thursday and Friday. Uh, I've got a uh, buffalo chicken bacon ranch that we're going to do on Thursday. Mm. Um, so my mom, uh, my mom always likes to, you know, bring sauces uh, just because we just like sauces up there. So she brought a buttery buffalo sauce and it is really, really good. And it's really, really good on that chicken bacon ranch. So we're going to do a buffalo bacon ranch uh, sandwich uh, you know, we're going to have the pulled pork. Uh, I started doing pulled chicken. The pulled chicken is actually really good. Uh, it's, you know, kind of a, a, an alternative to the pulled pork and uh, probably going to smoke some ribs for Friday. Uh, I feel like uh, people might want to take a rack of ribs home for, you know, for Saturday. So just going to try to do basic stuff, maybe do a little chicken Alfredo. Maybe not. We'll see. I just, you know, we're always going to have that smoky bacon burger. Um, the uh, pulled pork or the pulled chicken and then the Philly cheese. So that's the three for sure things that we always have. And we just kind of patch, uh, patch everything together on the other plate lunches. I mean, on other stuff on Thursday, probably I did get a DM saying that I needed to bring back the smoky mac and cheese. So we'll make some smoky mac and cheese for Thursday and Friday too. Ooh, baby. Love that. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, you can't go wrong with some good smoked cheddar cheese on top of, uh, on, on top of a homemade mac and cheese. So, um, yeah, you can, uh, that's, that's going to be, that's going to be a thing because 
we were doing potato salad and baked beans just because it's real easy. So kind of got called out on being lazy. So I'll, I'll make some mac and cheese for Thursday and Friday. You could probably do just about anything to mac and cheese, and I'd probably eat it. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being any, honest, yeah, I mean, anything, anything, and everything on mac and cheese. I mean, as long as it's not the, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to knock the craft single box, but I mean, it is in a pinch. You can put it in the microwave; it turns out pretty good. Yeah, I um, I was saying that about at our watch party Saturday. Um, Buffalo chicken dip is another thing where like I could eat that with just like you could probably just give me like a you know a piece of a tire and I'd dip it in some buffalo chicken dip. Because <laughs> everybody likes to eat tires, you know. Hey, hey, you know, when you if if that's the vessel for buffalo chicken dip, I might suck it up if I'm in a bind. Um all right, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we're gonna get into uh some some themed cuisine here as Ole Miss host Georgia Tech. 6.30, Saturday night, SEC Network. So hang tight. We'll be right back. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 953-8449 and get your free quote today. And we are back here on Red and Blue Smoke. Zach Berry, Greg Jones here with you. All right, Greg. So we're gonna we're gonna keep this theme going this year as we do these uh these episodes that are catered towards uh literally literally and figuratively catered towards the uh opponent. Um looking at different food items, um, you know, traditions, what have you with uh the opponent, where they're from, all of that. Georgia Tech will be in Oxford this weekend. They are in Atlanta. Um, you, you know, it, it, at least to my knowledge, not a lot of like staples that jump out to you. But there are some there's some establishments that Atlanta is known for, either good or bad. Um, so let's kick Chick-fil-A, it off with the right? uh, okay. yeah. Chick Fil A, yeah, we, we we that's on the uh, that's on the docket. Hold hold your horses now. Um, one good or bad that Atlanta is known for. I, I feel like it's it can be controversial. Uh, the varsity. Um, I, I know that weirdly enough, they are known for their naked dog, which is interesting because I I I'm not doing that, but a hot dog with no dressing. Um, now. You can get it slathered with, you know, chili, slaw, both, all the condiments, whatever. Um, but it's like the MVP classic, like that's like their thing. It's just 
two naked dogs and fries and a drink. Um, you and I have talked about hot dogs a lot over the years on podcasts. You know, is it a sandwich? Is it not? Um, what's your go-to hot dog? You know, whether that's at home making some gourmet or if you're on the course, you're getting one at the turn. What's your go-to look for a hot dog? What's your dressing look like? Man, I mean, uh, I do. I mean, honestly, I know I'm probably going to get yelled at for this, but I like mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, and relish, and and onions if available. Everything, um, okay. I'm 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 through the garden. Put it put it all on there, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe you know, get a, uh, some mustard and some ketchup in my beard and hold it over for you know for a little snack on the uh, on the next hole. But no, uh, yeah, I'm I'm throw it through the garden. I like everything on it. I am typically just mustard only. Um, now, if onions and relish is available, I will absolutely do that. Um, I will say this. Shout out to my buddy, Theo Vaughn, as he likes to say, pinos on that bit. Um, give me a little, if you got jalapenos, if you've got some fresh jollies, I'll throw those on there. Oh, like yeah. The, now, if there's a coleslaw, I'm putting that coleslaw on yeah. that hot dog. I mean, tuck, like, them, I tuck them down in there, nestle them next to that dog, a little crunch. See, uh- See, I like to put the toppings on top and then just pick the dog up to where the, the toppings go to the bottom of the buns where I can get the full. There you go. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a, I guess that's a fat kid uh, uh, tip for you. Strategery. I like it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm with you though. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not putting any ketchup on there or mayonnaise, but I, I don't really, I, I'm not going to, discriminate against a lot of toppings they're like hot sauce i'm you know they got those little louisiana hot sauce packets at golf courses now i might you know throw a little hot sauce on there but yeah i'm pretty standard mustard relish onion and it's got to be i i do get skeptical about the chili uh sometimes like it depends yeah it's on the chili as there's some good chili and there's bad chili and i just don't want to you know try to uh threaten my uh, hot dog with with bad chili are you full full roster in the chili, beans, tomatoes, everything? Yeah, I mean, it's so weird. Well, there's some people that don't like the beans in the chili, and there's some people that do. I, I'm literally, on, I can do whatever, but I prefer the beans and the tomatoes. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I like that. Um, I mean, you know, sometimes thing- it's just a basic plain meat chili. I mean, it's just, it, it gets kind of runny and, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I then like the bun good, gets soggy. Yeah, I like a good thick chili with some good, like, with some tomatoes. and Hard. Know, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's chili, you know. You got to, you got to, uh, you got to uh, put the meat, uh, put the beans in the bones for sure. It's got to pack a punch. Um, All right. Another staple. Um, I always think of this as an Atlanta thing. Maybe it's because of ludicrous, but chicken and waffles. I know that's a big brunch thing. Um, what's your what's your take on on chicken and waffles? Do you enjoy it? And how uh how do you kind of if you do make it on you know your on your own, what's kind of your way of some good fried chicken with waffles? Uh, uh you know, honestly, uh, I I kind of cheat and I go to Larson's and get their chicken tenders, and I already have the waffle maker up here at the hotel, so. I mean, I can whip up some really good chicken and waffles, but the the chicken tender is the key. I feel like. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. the whole um, sometimes when you're in a bind, the chicken tender is the better way to go. But I mean, you know, I, I like those fried chicken thighs. 
does, man. I mean, that like kind of that dark meat, make it make like a maybe cut the 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 waffle in half and make a sandwich out of it with some with some syrup and maybe some you know some hot sauce and kind of make a a, fry, a fried chicken waffle sandwich. Uh, I'm a big I, I like to I like to get creative with the food. I like to just not sit there and just take a bite of the chicken and then take a bite of the waffle. I, I, I like to get, you know, both of them in action together. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly normally not a huge, like savory sweet combo guy, but a good waffle goes a long way and kind of amplifies the chicken. Um, I mean, the batter on that chicken is key. Like if, if it's yeah. got a good crunchy batter, like then you're in business, but if it has like a light batter, like you, you might, you know, need to, need to look for other options but a good crispy batter on those chick on that chicken is the key for a good uh chicken waffle yeah i um i honestly if the waffle is good enough and like you said if the chicken's got some crunch and it's a good piece of meat i don't really need a ton of syrup um but i will say if you want to mix in like a hot honey syrup oh that's that's next level yeah yeah, is that just just straight up hot sauce with some honey, and they just uh, kind of uh, yeah. together? Yeah, yeah, because like it's a big thing with like like pizza. Like people put like the hot honey drizzle on pizza a lot. Um, so I, I I do enjoy that. There are some pizza places around here that that do it very well. Um, I wonder yeah, if I always... sriracha, sriracha syrup sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, I mean, I love a good good little bit of heat on anything. So I'm I'm appreciative of uh of any kind of hot sauce if you're gonna if if you can if it's tastefully done you know you can't you can't overpower everything else with the hot sauce but but yeah i a little hot honey drizzle would would probably go pretty far on a uh, chicken and waffle plate are you a, are you a honey mustard guy on the on tenders or not i like honey mustard um yeah i i, I probably you know, I lean honey mustard barbecue, sweet and sour. Um, I'm not super big on ranch. Um, we've talked about this on our show before. If it's a homemade ranch, I'll give it a shot. Like if you're making it from scratch, I want to see what you're working with. But um, yeah, I'll probably go honey mustard and barbecue. Mix them together a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, always about mix, mixing stuff together. I, I'm a big fan of that. All right. Um elsewhere i mean i know that um <laughs> it's honestly it's it's i have I have not dabbled but interest interestingly enough there is a strip club in atlanta that is known for having really good wings that is magic city uh we don't have to talk about the specific establishment but as far as wings we've talked about it plenty flats drums all of that but um Man, you just uh, you you just put a a, a, a a holiday plan for me. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> gonna have to check out the wings at the at the Purple Chapel for sure. It's uh yeah, it's it's a it's a popular is there popular a place. A is it a buffet or is it just strictly wings? I I want to say it is a buffet because that's oh, a man. thing. That's like an American thing. Is like strip clubs have buffets. Well, I remember going to Cheetahs and they literally have like a. Uh, like a Michelin restaurant in there, like serving steaks and you know, like pork chops and stuff. Like, so like they literally have a steakhouse <laughs> in Cheetah. So, I, I mean, I imagine those places have to have the, uh, 
the health department uh grade somewhere very well lit um but yeah uh, you want to walk in welcome to the welcome to our uh, club i mean here's our a review on on food inspections so you're more than welcome to eat a good meal here also <laughs> yeah if it's not your thing uh you can uh you can hang out over here and just have a nice gourmet meal um <laughs> yeah I, that was i asked a an atlanta born and raised uh, uh a buddy and that was one of the first things he said was he, he mentioned the wings um i um we, we we've talked about flats versus drums uh, it's flats all day um but in terms of like other well-known cuisine i mean we talked about the varsity um and then uh, Mary Max Tea Room is another one, like traditional Southern food. If you're getting like a meat and three somewhere, what's like your go-to meat and three plate? Oh, man. I mean, like, see, I'm a country fried steak guy. Uh, I yes. like I'm, I like the white gravy. I'm a white gravy guy. Yeah. Um, you know, our chicken fried chicken, uh, that's that's always uh, a good uh, – I'm, I'm – Particular about meatloaf, uh, just because like I feel like I spoiled myself on how good my meatloaf is. Not trying to um, put myself on a pedestal here, oh, but flex on uh, it. I mean, you know that ribeye sausage meatloaf from LB's is uh, to die for. So, um, I mean the fried. I'm a fried chicken guy. I mean, but like you know, I feel like who do you think? Well, I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Larson's does the best fried chicken in Knoxville. Like I just, okay. uh, I wish I could find, well, I mean, we do have a Popeye's, but just, you know, uh, I just think them ladies back there know what's going on and they always, they always give me two thighs and, uh, I like the, uh, Brussels. I, I usually get the Monday, the Monday at Larson's is, uh, I can get, I get two chicken thighs, Brussels sprouts and cabbage. Uh, Cause I'm just, I don't know. I'm a, I guess I'm a cabbage guy. I like cabbage. If you if you can do it right, uh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, in the mac, I've got to look at the mac and cheese. Like if the if the cheese is baked on the top, like if they make the mac and cheese and they mm -hmm. put cheese on top and then put it back in the oven where the cheese is baked on top, I usually go mac and cheese. Um, I kind of worry about potatoes because some people don't use homemade potatoes; they use the the instant potato. Just not a big fan of instant potato. Um. Potato salad depends on the potato salad. I like that white loaded baked potato salad. If we're gonna do like uh, maybe ribs, baked with the white baked potato salad and baked beans, that's always a, a nice option. But you know, hash brown casseroles, you know, broccoli and rice casserole. I'm just trying to think of Ajax's menu of all the all this yeah. you know the, uh, stuff that they have. Black eyed peas. I love black eyed peas, uh, especially when I, when I mix it up with my cornbread. Mm -hmm. um man i just named off like a bunch of stuff but i think my i think my go-to has got to be the chicken fried chicken or the country fried steak yeah. um depends on the mashed potatoes but um I, i'm a you know i i i gotta have i gotta see the potatoes or the mac and cheese to make sure on my final decision i'm going country fried steak and with the gravy that's enough starch for me so i don't need mashed potatoes so i'm probably going Country fried steak with the gravy. I'm good with white 
or dark gravy. I, I I'm not too particular. Um, and then I'm probably going collards, especially if you throw a little, you throw a little little bit of bacon in there. Um, I love some collards, mac and cheese, and then I'm probably. Yeah, if you see a ham bone in the greens, like you definitely need yeah. to get the greens. Yeah. Um, that's the true sign of you're like, hey, I'm at the right place to eat. And then honestly, I might I might throw in like some some either some okra or like if you do some like fried chicken livers, I can definitely Oh, so you're a liver guy, you're not a gizzard guy? Yeah, and like you get a little remoulade with it too. Like if you get oh, some yeah. house well, see, made that's when you make your own sauce. You take that mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard. Yep. Uh, hot sauce and um, mix it together with your finger to make sure it's really good. Taste it. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a liver guy. I love, you know, I I love. I, I mean, a chicken liver dinner for me. I mean, I, I I'm just a I'm a liver guy. You know, it's so weird that people are either liver or gizzard. Like it's no, yeah, I like both of them. I mean, it's one or the other. It's kind of funny. Yeah, I um, yeah. Shout out to uh. To my guy Kelly English, they do a really good fried chicken liver at Second Line um, to go. I I usually get it with the with the uh, cheeseburger at lunch. It's um their sauce is is a one for sure. Uh, yeah, really, that's that's a really solid like combo: that. chicken livers and ham, uh, chicken liver with a hamburger instead of fresh. Oh yeah, meat. especially uh, I I think the key is they do the uh they do the cheeseburger on French bread. Oh wow, yeah, sets it off. Um. All right, final break here. When we come back, we're going to look into week three. Not the best slate. Week four is when things get real fun. Next week is going to be a doozy. Um, But we're going to uh, hear from the sponsors. And when we come back, Greg and I will take a stab at giving you some winners for week three. So hang tight. We'll be right back. This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. Ole Miss fans, you can never be too careful, especially these days and with young kids at home. Don't take any chances and secure your home with Eufy Smart Lock, an easy install all-in-one security device for your front door and that peace of mind we're all looking for. I myself am a Eufy user, and I can tell you firsthand, go ahead and ditch those house keys forever, grab a Phillips head screwdriver because that's all you'll need, and give Eufy Smart Lock a try today. No monthly fee, and Eufy customer service is waiting on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. So what are you waiting for? Head to Vault Hemingway or the Pavilion or Swayze Field to cheer on your Ole Miss Rebels with the reassurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Smart Lock. Eufy Video Lock makes it easy to keep an eye on things back home. Its built-in camera can tell you who's at the front door from the comfort of your stadium seat. 
Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com, eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Smart Lock and Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. And we are back here, Red and Blue Smoke. Before we get into picks, I do want to remind you this show brought to you by our good buddy Drew Moak and the folks at USA Benefits Group. If you are trying to cut those health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30% and you're aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan, give Drew and USA Benefits Group a call, 601-953-8449. He is an Ole Miss grad. He's located in Mississippi, but he is licensed in six other states. So that's seven total. He can help you out. Nation's second largest health insurance brokerage. He has access to 35 different carriers. He can help you with any and all of your health insurance needs from regular plans to dental to vision, Medicare. He's got it all covered. It's critical to have this under control and keep it in check. It's also critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So give Drew Moke a call, 601-953-8449, or visit their website, usabg.com slash D-M-O-A-K, and get your free quote today. All right. Is, is he licensed in Texas? I will actually... I, I think Jimbo Fisher would be a, a good... A good... <laughs> client to, to pick up uh after that uh after that nice performance uh down in miami yeah it might be they might already be in contact I'm, I'm sure ross is familiar with drew's work after uh you know being at old miss for a couple of years so they might already be uh in, in contact but yeah that's a that's a good call mel tucker too he might need some as well um man Whew. all right i mean like i was <laughs> that was one of my that was one of my one of my highlights of uh saturday was uh Miami beating Texas A&M. I was like, man, everybody thought Texas A&M was just uh, going to roll them up. I mean, and it was the complete opposite. So you hate um, to see maybe, it. Maybe, uh, maybe Texas A&M looks Bolivar, and uh, we get them at home this year. Hey. So maybe that's a that might, uh, that might change to uh, for the good guys there. There's already some parity down there. They're uh, they're already trying to figure things out after week two. Um, speaking of trying to figure things out. LSU at Mississippi State, 11 a.m. ESPN. LSU, the favorite here, they are giving nine and a half to the Bulldogs. I don't know if you watched it. Mississippi State snuck out of Davis Wade Stadium with a dub over Arizona in overtime. They were fortunate. Arizona turned it over quite a bit. I believe Jaden Delara had four picks and uh, still needed overtime to get that one. I like LSU in this spot. I think Brian Kelly is going to have a plan. They're going to be ready for this new look offense at Mississippi State. They're running the ball a lot more. Will Rogers, through two games, Greg, has only thrown the ball 46 times. Yeah, they're trying to find an identity. You know, they're trying to identify what they what they are, you know, after losing Leach. And, you know, um, it's, it's I think it's going to take a couple years for them to figure it out. Um but yeah, that's that's not a um, that's not a um, Will Rogers uh, uh, statistic that uh, he's probably liking these days. No, um, now they, they they run it pretty well. Jaquavius Marks is a good back. Um, the total is fifty four and a half. 
I feel like that's borderline because I think LSU could get out and, and run away with this one, but you know State's going to try to shrink this one, deflate the ball a little bit, play keep away. Um, I like LSU to win by 10 or 12. I, I think Jane Daniels will run around enough to make plays. And defensively, I think the noise has been loud enough with Harold Perkins moving to an off-ball linebacker spot to where they're going to – I think they're going to unleash him in this game and let him rush the passer, and I think they get after Will Rogers and they uh, they get it done on the road. Yeah, I can easily see this being 21 to nothing, you know, right after after the first quarter and, you know, LS, I mean, State kind of claws back. Um, you just – when you go to start, well, you just can't shoot yourself in the foot. That's what they depend on with those cowbells and, you know, the, all, uh, the fall start penalties and – uh, the confusion that the cowbell brings. Um, so, with that being said, I just I think LSU definitely covers the nine and a half uh, with ease. All right, moving on. Let's uh, let's stay at eleven a.m. SEC Network number fifteen, Kansas State at Missouri. Woo! The Tigers had their hands full a week ago. Middle Tennessee had the ball with a chance to win that ball game, could not get it done, but Missouri. Man, they uh they are struggling out the gate. Um Luther Burden, as promised, is getting the ball a lot, but um I like what uh what Chris Kleiman's done at K State. You talk about tr- Mississippi State trying to find an identity. Kansas State has an identity and they know who they are. I like Will Howard, the quarterback. Uh they're given five here. I feel like this is free money. Um, but Vegas likes to uh trick you into taking these these weird lines i i like the wildcats even though it's on the road i know missouri can get spunky up at Farrow field they they got spunky last year with georgia um i just think this k-state team is too good yeah i mean i i have to agree with you on it too uh i just um uh, yeah i mean there's always um uh, you know kind of fit fishy uh lines at Las, in las vegas and they throw something out to uh, out there for you to be like, Hey, you know, this might be too good to be true. I mean, I know Missouri played bad last week, but you know, you just, sometimes you just want to take the better, pro, you know, the better situation and the better uh, players. And I, I feel like it might be a close game, but surely Kansas state wins by a touchdown. All right. Two thirty, CBS Sanford stadium, South Carolina at number one, Georgia. I know we just used the term spunky when talking about Mizzou playing upset, playing spoiler at home. South Carolina has been spunky in this rivalry game a couple times in the last decade or so. I just don't see that happening this year. I know that um, they had a really good game a week ago. Rattler was outstanding in that one. Um, I just don't know if that offensive line is going to be able to handle Georgia. Um, Strangely enough though, Greg, you know how many sacks Georgia has this year? Well, I would hope be, it was it would be at least double digits with the two teams they played. <laughs> you would be wrong. They have one sack this year. Um, I uh, I like for that number to grow after Saturday. I think they get after Rattler. Um, the line though, twenty seven and a half. Um, That's a lot of points. And like, I, and this is probably the third year in a row that they've been 20 some odd point underdogs. I know three years ago, or they were 
I think they ended up losing by a touchdown or 10 points or they were in the game you know, pretty much. Then they got blue. Man, I just I, – I, I, for some strange reason, I'm taking South Carolina. I don't know why. Just because yeah. – Georgia, Georgia didn't cover last week. They, lost, they, they got clipped by the hook, right? It was like 42 and a half. Uh, yeah, they sure. won. They won forty-five-three. Yeah, Ball State kicked a field goal, and 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 won and and took the money on the hook. I mean, I, I mean, who knows what this Georgia team is? I mean, that's uh, that's just when I go back to you know scheduling non-conference games and you know people showing up you know to your town and wanting to see your football team not play either Mercer or Ball State or or uh, Kennesaw State or whoever. Uh, whoever, uh, with that being said, I, I just, I think, uh, I'm going to take South Carolina with the points here and just uh, hopefully uh, uh, somehow, some way pull this out. Yeah, I definitely will not lock this one up on our show tomorrow. Hit that line. You can find that on the Talk of Champions podcast network, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube at OM Spirit. But yeah, I if you made me pick it, I would... I'd, I'd take the points. Um, it's a rivalry game. Georgia might get out to a two, three score lead and just kind of put it in cruise control and chill. Um, and again, Rattler has that ability to make plays. Xavier Leggett has been outstanding. Probably the only receiver next to Trey Harris that's gotten off to um, an outstanding start. Only one touchdown, but he has been a big play machine for them. Um, he is a uh, specimen for sure. 6'3", close to 230 pounds. Um, I think he can win some one-on-one matchups and get them down there into the red zone, and then you'll you know you'll see what happens there. But yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put any you know real green paper money on this one. But yeah, I'm with you. I, I, that's just a lot of points, and you'd like to think that. I mean, South certainly Carolina South Carolina could probably score at least 14 or 21 points. I mean, I mean, I don't you'd see like them to think. Out. No, I don't either. Um, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's, a, just, it's just a lot of tricky. points for an SEC matchup. Uh, I just it is. Um, it just, and of course, you know, I might be wrong, and it's going to be forty-two to seven. So I mean, that's just probably <laughs> what probably what will happen. On the flip side, close game here. Not a ton of points being handed out. Tennessee at Florida. Greg, I, I've listened to some podcasts this week. Some national guys are hyping up the swamp and how it's still a tough place to play. And Tennessee has not handled the swamp well and all of that. I, I just don't find Ben Hill Griffin Stadium that daunting anymore. Um, it is a night game. I, I'm going with Josh Heupel. I, I think they're going to be prepared. They obviously came out flat as hell last week against Austin P. The governors gave them all they wanted for a half. Um, I just, I like Tennessee's offense. Milton was all over the place a week ago, but I think this is a get right game for them, even though it's a conference opponent and um, it's Florida. It's a rivalry game. I just don't think Florida is very good. Um, I'm going Tennessee here and it's only six and a half. I, I think Tennessee can win by 10, 13 points on the road. Yeah, I think Tennessee rolls in this, honestly. Uh, just, you know, uh, Florida's not your uh, mom-and-pop Florida like they used to be. You know, Aaron Hernandez isn't there anymore. And, and uh, you know, just uh, it's, it's not it's not a it's not a hard place to play. And, uh, I mean, I know 
the I won't back down is all is really cool when the whole stadium sings that song. But I mean, they're going to be down thirty-five to ten uh, when they sing that song. So not many people probably going to be singing that song this weekend. But I think Tennessee rolls. Yeah, I agree there. All right, going to let's go to Fayetteville. This one's kind of fun. Same time as Ole Miss Georgia Tech kicks six thirty ESPN two. BYU and the Cougs travel up to Northwest Arkansas to take on a 2-0 Arkansas team. New look over there for Sam Pittman's bunch. Two new coordinators. Um, handled Western Carolina out of the gate, and then Kent State last week was a snoozer. Rocket Sanders didn't play. He was rehabbing a knee. I don't know if he's in for this game or not, but KJ Jefferson still under center for the Hogs. Going up against Keaton Slovis and BYU. Only eight points here. This is, to me, this seems like one of those games, Greg, that BYU typically with just, especially on the road. And look, I know the joke is, you know, well, the, you know, their team's all older because they've all been on missions and they're back and they're 22, 23 years old. Um, so probably a veteran bunch that's going to be prepared. They're not going to be scared by the environment or the travel. Kalani Sataki's a good coach. I, I This is another one I'm staying away from. I'm not going to put real money on it or lock it up or anything, but BYU could sneak up and make this a ball game. I think this could be a fun one down the stretch in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I'm taking BYU on this. I just think that um you know if it's more than a touchdown i feel like this is a closer game than more than a touchdown so um yeah i, I mean the experience factor de definitely helps uh byu uh, but uh with that being said you know arkansas didn't look you know over you know over the top last week and uh so i, I i'm gonna take byu and uh in a close one either a touchdown or a field goal separates this game all right Let's get into Ole Miss Georgia Tech here. The rest of the slate's pretty pretty boring. Bunch of non-con matchups, bunch of snoozers. But let's get into Georgia Tech Ole Miss six thirty SEC Network. Ole Miss obviously coming off the big win on the road against Tulane. Georgia Tech handled South Carolina State, getting back into the win column after losing the opener to Louisville. Nineteen is the spread that I'm seeing right now. The total is sixty three. I'd probably lean – man, that's tight. I'm probably going to go – I mean, under. Georgia Tech, did they they did play a really good first half against Louisville. I mean, they were up. They did. I thought I they mean, were going to win that, that ball game. They were fun. Haynes King, yeah. the transfer from A&M, looked good. Um, he's already thrown seven touchdowns this year, 600 yards passing. Um I think Georgia Tech covers, but Ole Miss wins comfortably. I think this is kind of a kind of a snoozer game where Ole Miss gets out to a lead and kind of kicks back. Um, ideally, well, that's what I was kind of hoping they do against Tulane is you know yeah, get out yeah. to an early lead, but you know just um, I mean we you, you really don't you can't get a real good feel for this Ole Miss team yet. Uh, I think you know the 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 win yet last week in the. You know the the plays that were made, the defense that adjusted in the second half. You know they're 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 coming into their own, and uh, I think they're 
you know, still learning and building character um, with this. I mean, you've got to, you've, I mean, you, it's a six thirty game. You have, I mean, it should be, the vault should be, you know, filled to the brim uh, like Lane hopes, hopes, uh, which it should be uh, because it's a six thirty game. And it's, uh, you'll have plenty of time to hang out in the Grove and uh, do that sort of thing. I've talked to a bunch of Georgia Tech uh, fans and, I, you know, they've marked this on the list to, you know, come to Oxford because a lot of Georgia Tech fans, because I don't think we haven't played Georgia Tech in anything other than, you know, last year at Georgia Tech. Uh, uh, any other, I wish, I wish the baseball would set up a home and home with Georgia Tech. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Nice little stadium right there, right on campus. It's a, uh, you could walk from the varsity, get you a couple of naked dogs and go watch some baseball. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I just think Ole Miss, I mean, uh, they should win comfortably. Uh, I just think the 19 might be too, uh, too many points. Um, yeah. so I'm, 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 I'm going to, I'm going to lean, uh, Georgia tech on, on the under and probably lanes listening to the pod right now. And he's like, okay, Greg, we'll, we'll, we'll take that. And then he's probably going to put 65 up and, you know, win 65, 14. So, uh, it, <laughs> It is what it is. So, uh, no, I just – for some strange reason, I just think that's too many points. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I'm taking Georgia Tech to cover and probably leaning under. Um, but then, like you said, Ole Miss will probably come out and roll them, win 51 to, you know, 17 or something. But, um, yeah, I think Ole Miss wins comfortably either way. Uh, I, I, Georgia Tech has improved. I, I like um, Brent Key as a coach. Um defensively they're probably going to throw some things that'll miss that'll uh, make things interesting early uh kiffin did talk about his press conference this week he said he's tried to hire brent key a couple times before he got the job at georgia tech so um they spent time together at alabama so there's some familiarity there um but yeah i, I think Ole miss wins comfortably um i just don't know if they're going to cover the 19 yeah like i said that's a big big number but you know, who, who knows? It just, uh, you know, the defense is getting better, it seems like, every week. And, you know, uh, it's going to be a little bit um, different uh, being at home and, you know, not on the road. So, uh, you always want to play really good at home and you always want to, you know, come out and, uh, you know, uh, impress the home folks. So, I can easily see this being, you know, 56-14 or 56-21. But, uh, but I, I really – I mean, I, I, I really want to, to kind of see – Jackson Dart throw throw the ball around. I mean, you know, there's a, a um, you know, and try to free up Judkins on on the run, you know, because obviously, you know, uh, every team's putting eight in the box and you know are, are wanting to shut Judkins down. So uh, if Dart, you know, starts, I mean, he's had two really good games so far. If you throw it around and uh, kind of free up those free safeties to move him back, you know, instead of coming up, uh, it frees up the running game. So I think they got to, you know change up the offense to where you're throwing around and being more aggressive on, you know, on stuff like that to free Judkins up because they're definitely going to concentrate on them. All right. That's going to do it for week three here on red and blue smoke. Shout out to Greg and everyone at LB's go over there, get you a plate lunch. I got to get that Philly cheesesteak when I'm in town for Arkansas for sure. And then uh, don't sleep on the chicken bacon ranch and everything else they've got over there. Um, any other final thoughts, week three, hot take? Uh, you know, I know everybody's anxious to see what Alabama looks like on the road against South Florida, which is weird, but anything else you're looking at this weekend? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, that was uh, out that Alabama was surprising. I mean, you know, Texas really just waltz into to Bryant Denny and just took it to him. Uh, and uh, you, you, you've never, you know, since, I mean, the last time that's happened, I think it was an Ole Miss team that did that, you know. Um, I, I, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the SEC is, I mean, the SEC West and the SEC in general is, you know, kind of, um, you know, LSU loses to Florida State. Um, you know, Florida lays a big donut in Utah. So, I mean, you know, it seems like, you know, the SEC dominance isn't, you know, uh, hasn't hasn't occurred yet. And uh, but surely it will come come around, you know, this uh, season's early. And, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to um, to know what you're getting with the transfer portal and everything going on on with new players coming in to uh, to, yeah. you know, to different schools. You know, so it's kind of kind of uh, it's almost kind of an adjustment. So but I. I think uh, I think Ole Miss will will roll this week, and you know uh, have a lot of a lot of confidence coming into uh, next week. And LSU should be a really big weekend. All righty, that's going to do it. Like I said, we'll have hit that line coming to you later this week, and then Ben and I will be doing a flagship as well to get you prepared for Georgia Tech at Ole Miss six thirty on sec network stay locked in at the site omspirit.com we will have all of the news and notes leading up to the game greg we appreciate you as always and we will talk again next week my friend as always till next week all righty that's gonna do it like i said subscribe to the podcast wherever you get them talk a champions podcast network we got you covered every day of the week now and uh also on youtube at OM Spirit. Subscribe, smash that like button, all that good stuff. So for Greg over there, I'm Zach. This has been Red and Blue Smoke. Until next week, we out of here. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.